Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Metal Shop Backstage Pass podcast. My name is Kevin Deers, and uh, I wanted to thank you for everyone for checking out all of the episodes for the 2021 and 2022. I hope Metal Shop comes back live on air. But in the meantime, uh, I hope you've been enjoying all of the content, all of the interviews that I've put out for the past you know, 20-some months or so. Uh, I do want to mention that the interview you're about to listen to is with a, a good friend of mine, Brian Ortiz. He's the guitarist for Shabalba, Mortuary Punishment, and Zompontli. This interview was from this past summer uh, as shows were just coming back, and the interview talks a little bit about his project Zumpontly and we were discussing you know possibly releasing new material and whatnot he did announce that he is now signed with 20 bucks spin so in the future Zumpontly will be released on 20 bucks spin one of the killer most killer labels out there just check out 20 bucks spin and all the amazing music that they're putting out they also just signed the black metal project holder from the Pacific Northwest, so good stuff by 20 bucks. Been congratulations to Brian. Uh, but without any further ado, wanted to w- wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year. We're gonna jump into my interview with Big Brian Ortiz from Shabalba. It's Metal Shop Backstage Pass. Happy Holidays. All right, it's been uh, a crazy year or so. One of the first interviews I actually did, uh, video interviews I did, was with this guy, one of my favorite people in the world. Uh, and and his name is Brian Ortiz. We call him Big Brian. Guitarist for a band called Shabalba. Shabal- How do you say it? Shabalba? Shabalba. I've always said yeah. it the white boy way. Zabalba. Exabalba. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've always <laughs> called it Zabalba, but I've been friends with you guys for so long yeah. that I figure I need to start saying it right. So Shabalba. Yeah, Shabalba's uh, 
the, I guess the way it's pronounced. Uh, Mortuary Punishment uh, put out mm-hmm. the Brotherhood and Genocide EP this year. Second EP from that your side project. And then you yeah. just recorded for, let me try to get this right. Zumpontly. Zumpontly, yeah. yeah. Zumpontly, okay. So first yeah. off, what does Zumpontly mean? I should have done some research. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, it's okay. Um, it's uh, it basically it's a it's a Nawa a Nawa word, and it um, basically means skull rack, like a, a rack of skulls that they would have on display, like after they uh, like sacrificed captives or slaves, they would basically um, make this like rack so that they would like you know put the skulls on and have that on display. Yeah, pretty brutal. <laughs> uh so you put out the record uh Talamanali Talamanali yeah, yeah. and uh, I picked Talamanali, that up yeah, on, it, it, on CD but you just recorded new stuff uh this past weekend why don't yeah, you tell yeah. me about it Yeah so um yeah I was in the studio uh, uh this month um uh this this last weekend and a couple weekends before um and uh basically just getting like a a, a full length recorded just cuz I mean it's been I don't even know how, how long it's been since I put out that tape, maybe about a year and change now. So I just figured like, it's, it's, you know, time to, to, you know, do something new um, just to give people, but this time it wasn't recorded in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, I, I wanted to actually like have people like, you know, like feel like the, like, like the music this time and just yeah. kind of like, just take it a little bit more serious instead of, cause like originally it, it was just like, a project like mm-hmm. to see if it was something that I can do and just testing the waters of, of recording and stuff. Cause uh, I do a bunch of pre-pro on my phone. Yeah. So I just wanted to see if I was able to, you know, take what I learned on, on my phone and then just do it on a computer. And it, it, it came out good. Uh, um, you know, like definitely like some like demo quality, I feel like. So, um, but this one I was like, well, I, I want to take it serious and, yeah. and like, um have it be more than just a side project you know and and so i basically just wanted to make a real record excuse me a quote-unquote real record you know um and um just yeah just basically smash the competition you know (laughs) smash the competition (laughs) i like it you you uh actually took it far beyond a project uh just a project during this time of uh, you know, the, the pandemic, you guys actually played a live stream set uh, at uh, one of Nate from Zabalba's events um, going on on like a Sunday afternoon. I think he did a bunch of like uh, things that supply and demand did a bunch of live streams. You guys played one of those, right? Yeah. Well, we recorded uh, uh, like a, a makeshift music video for. Oh, OK, I- I'm not really sure uh, what we were doing, but um, <laughs> Nate a- asked if, if we could do it. Yeah. And then he just never made, made a video out of it or he did and he didn't like it. I'm not really sure. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's just one of like Nate's uh, a little projects that we helped him out with. And um, yeah, <laughs> not, nothing ever, ever came of it though. So fair it, enough. It is what it is. <laughs> There's been a lot of projects during this pandemic. I feel like everyone started a podcast and then like quit after yeah. three episodes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, for, for sure like uh well i mean it, it, i know nate was doing that uh yeah, he was he was doing that that sunday run like or the the sunday matinee thing for mm-hmm. i mean almost almost it felt like it was like almost a year it was definitely yeah. about eight eight months or so and a lot of just good q and a's and band yeah yeah no yeah, i definitely 
tuned into like maybe 70% of what he was doing. And it was like a Sunday ritual, almost like I'd get off of work or, or on my lunch break, I'd watch it. Cause I'm, that's when I was working on Sundays. So yep. yeah, it was just something to, to do and um, helped help us like helps people stay engaged with like, you know, what's going on with, with music and stuff. So absolutely, cool. man, definitely a cool idea. So uh, the reason I said that is because um, it now seems that you have a, an actual band there with Zumpontly. So you have a lineup? Well, I have uh, basically like players that, that'll um, play, you know, if I ask them to. Sure. Uh, but, but but not like a set band, okay. not like, a, okay. not like a, an active lineup or anything. Mm-hmm. The only one that I have is... Um, uh, my friend Gilbert, who I actually live with, is my roommate. Yeah, um, shout out to Gilbert. He, 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 yeah, he plays he plays bass and um, helps with like percussion and stuff like that, like um, extra drumming and stuff. But um, yeah, the, uh, the, he's the only official member. Okay, cool, man. Uh, other official member. So when we're talking right now, uh, it was actually this past weekend, uh, Shabolba played a record release show down in San Jose and then in L.A., mm-hmm. Uh, but because of your recording, you were unable to perform with Shabalba. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. uh, so I've been, you know, homies with you guys for a long time. Uh, there's been tours yeah. here and there. You've always been a very, uh, you've been a very responsible guy. You've always had like a full time gig. Um, mm-hmm. It seems like, and you know, there are times when they have to go out on a tour or play a sh- random show here and there, and they got to fill have someone fill in. Um, yeah. So there's been a roster of Shabalba fill-ins. Yeah. I got to ask you out of um, all the years, how many people have filled in for you? What would you guess? Man, for me? Um, let's see. Uh, actually, I, I think realistically, it's only three people. Okay. Yeah, yeah. For me, three people, but as a complete roster, it's closer to maybe like uh maybe like like seven or eight. Okay. Like on bay on base and, and, and then if we if uh needed like a rhythm guitar uh you know to play mm-hmm. with me. Yeah. Um yeah, I'd say it's like closer to like like maybe like like seven or eight people, maybe even ten. Um but actually yeah, it's probably closer to ten uh think about it because I just two people popped into mind that the last minute, but yeah, yeah, I'd say about 10 people in our complete, like fill in roster, I guess that we've ever had. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to put you on the spot here and I don't want to hurt yeah. anyone's feelings, but who has been the absolute best and who do you think is like, get, does justice to, to your parts or to, to being in Shibulba? Well, like you see like a little clip and you're like, Oh man, yeah. they did pretty well um well i mean um so far uh i mean first I, i'd say scott who, who actually yeah. is in the band now because he he would fill in for us and then well, he it, did so well that he he exactly ex- kind of, yeah we just we're just like oh, we're, we're gonna keep asking him and he's just in the band now yeah and so uh but like for like fill-ins um for i would say martin mm-hmm. from terror um definitely very low maintenance i don't have to oh, really yeah. like sit there and like you know 
oh no, you got to do this or that. I literally just send him like a video of me playing. He does everything on his own. And then when we practice, it's like, there's, yeah, I don't need to do anything. Um, and yeah, I, I would say, uh, so since Scott's in the band, he doesn't count. So I would say Martin. You could do a lot worse than Martin from terror. I'll tell you that much, dude. <laughs> yes, yeah, definitely. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, so you guys were in a unique situation where, um, this highly anticipated record about to drop, you guys release a couple singles and then the mm-hmm. world goes to sh- uh you guys you know you guys did a really cool event you guys did a live um list like a a record release party uh via twitch and did some promotion you know and that was in the early stages of the pandemic when you know we were thinking oh maybe just a couple months we're good you know shows will come back (laughs) yeah but uh you know you guys were in a unique situation where you guys you know went with it and put the record out um what was that like for you, man? That's that's a, a very unique situation where, you know, you guys have put out a few records now, but this is definitely going to stand out as that one time you put out a badass record in the middle of a storm. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was definitely fucking weird, but um, yeah, definitely weird and awkward. But at, at the same time, like, I think given the times that we were in, um, it kind of came out at a, at a cool time. I mean, it, I'd like to think it helped people keep their sanity in the, in, you know, in those kinds of times. Cause like the pandemic was still getting out of control. Cause it was in like the early stages of it. Oh, yeah. uh, George Floyd had just happened mm-hmm. and it's just like, there's just a lot of, you know, call to arms to certain things that like we, you know, um, like we were about like we definitely you know supported all, all those protests and and then on top of it putting out this record um that's called years in hell like where it's just a culmination i mean if, if on, on a personal level it was like a culmination of just like that we've been doing dealing with in our personal lives yeah. and and you know um our issues but then at, 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 like to have you know our stuff kind of get almost projected into the real world. And mm-hmm. it's just like, all this has been festering. Like, you know, police brutality has been, fucking, it's been a, it's been a huge fucking problem for, uh, you know, black and brown people uh, across the country for fucking years and years and years, decades and decades and decades. And now it reached a boiling point. And this is what happens when you have years of hell. It just it reaches a, you know, a breaking point. And, um, so it, it, even though it was awkward that we couldn't really play shows, it was still really cool to see all the the feedback and stuff. And yeah, um, we had some really cool lined up uh, that we were going to plan, but uh, all that stuff basically just got pushed back till this past weekend. Yeah, and from from all the videos that that I've seen and from like talking to the guys, like I mean, the shows look crazy. So it's like, you know, I mean, we're back, <laughs> we're back. You know, shows are back and it's it's a good time to be alive right now <laughs> hey that was the best you 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 got a you got a test market right there you just watch the live stream and go hey i wrote that riff they're, hey they're singing along to those hey i wrote that <laughs> yeah 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 i mean yeah it, it's cool like i mean as badly as i i would have wished to be there like and i i did wish i, I was there um but at the same time when i like listen to like 
the rough mixes of, of what I was doing, like, it's like, uh, you know, it, it, it was worth it. Like, yeah. like the weekends, good weekends, fun weekends, even though they're priceless because they're with the friends, they do come and go, you know, and I'll have this, you know, to last a lifetime. So that that's pretty, like, it's a pretty even trade off in, in, in my opinion, you know. And there will um, be more Zabalba shows, man. There, yeah, there's going to be many more. Yeah, exactly. So, like, like, um, I mean, everyone that was there this weekend, like, that look, watches this, sorry I couldn't make it, but hey, I, I got, I got, I got, man, <laughs> I got, I got to do, you know. <laughs> and you know what? You're not going to be sorry when they, they're not going to be, they're going to understand when they pick up that CD or that record and they hear the yeah. the riff attack that's coming out with the zombie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm very proud of, uh, of it too. Like, like we did a really good job this weekend. So like, I'm like, you know, I'm just as pleased. Like, like I'm equally as pleased when we were done recording Anos, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I'm like just happy, proud of it. And I, I'm very anxious to like show people, you know, the, the goods. <laughs> so, uh, I know we, I kind of want to kind of, uh, get a little taste of what we can expect from it though. Uh, yeah, are there yeah, any yeah. new, any new influences you're bringing in anything that you're kind of spicing it up with? Is it, are you switching yeah, yeah. it up at all or what's uh what can we expect? I mean, it, 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 it's, it's, it is uh, still me. It's still very, very much like my style of, of riffing, I guess you would mm-hmm. say. Um, but uh, maybe a little bit more emphasis on different influences. So there's still going to be, you know, me ripping off Morbid Angel and Crowbar riffs. Yeah. Um, you know, me ripping off, um, you know, like, uh, an obituary and and Asphyx slow doom doomy parts. And, yeah. You know, it, it, that, that that's still very much there, um, but there is a little bit more emphasis on like the the funeral doom mm-hmm. um, element and uh, like the the uh, a little bit more. Um, I would say like uh, like disembowelment influence. Nice. Thrown in the mix. But still, like, like, like the the best way I can describe it is is like, it's just a, a very like, like dumbed down version of of disembowelment, even though they were already pretty like basic and kind of like primitive sounding, but with like maybe a smidge of like the heaviness of mortician in there, mm. um, and then and then sprinkle you know morbid angel and crowbar basically, and it, that's essentially what it is, just. Uh, like heavy, like death doom, you know, very, very, very hard. And then like when the he- heavy parts come in, it just very much, very slow. And like, there's a lot of space in between yeah. the, the beats. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it, it's, it's, uh, it, it, it could, it could be very hypnotic. There is like a little bit of a spiritual element. And, uh, so, um, I, I think it, it's very unique and, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to, you know, have people hear it and, see what they think and hopefully they they vibe with that mix with it so during the pandemic you also released an ep for your other side project mortuary punishment it's called brotherhood and yeah. genocide yeah. uh my question is how when you're writing stuff how do you differentiate what's going to be mortuary punishment and what's going to be zompontly you know like so when i was writing the uh the last leg of the Zampali stuff i felt like i just hit like a fucking wall with some of the ideas um even though like i already had like the gist of the album done but there was one song that i, that I was working that i was going to work on 
And I just couldn't even think of anything. And um, some of the other like, uh, like um, um, more like folky type stuff that I was working on, I, I just wasn't really feeling it. Like I knew it was good, but I, I knew there was something that I could do to kind of make it better. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so like, I just kind of stopped playing that. And then I just kind of just started, well, what I usually do is I just surround with like punk riffs and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but you know, tuned up an A standard. So it yeah. sounds more like, you know, just, just heavy. And uh, um, basically just to kind of take a break from that, I started focusing on the mortuary punishment stuff. Uh, and I basically just like took a break from Sopatli so I can come back with fresh ears, so to mm-hmm. speak. And that, that helped me finish off that, that, that last, um, part of, of the record. And, um, but yeah, that, that, and that same thing with the first mortuary punishment EP, like I, I was at the tail end of, of writing the, the Anjos record mm-hmm. and, um, I, I took a break and focused on mortuary punishment. And then I, once I was done with that, I came back to Shababa and then we wrote like, you know, uh, another song, um, yep. song and actually two more songs and just, you know, it, it kind of snowballed from there and kind of just reinvigorated me. And, and so like, it's just been kind of like my, my, I guess my, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like the, uh, uh like my plan, I guess, or. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's just yeah. w- what I what I do now just kind of helps helps out a lot, and and th- that project too is, is like I'm very proud of it, and and it yeah. lets me, yeah, and lets me just write something that's a little bit more basic and 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 fun. Even though like all all of my my projects are, I, 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 are fun to me, but this one's just like very, like I don't have to take it too serious. It's mm-hmm. there's 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 nothing to take too serious. It's just fun, you know, like death doom with yeah a lot of emphasis on punk and stuff like that yeah so. more like just probably straightforward yeah 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 and so it, it, it's a, um definitely a, a very fun project and uh uh but you know like it's uh um definitely like um what's the word i'm looking for like man i don't know why i'm having so many brain farts today but uh i don't know it's just fun man like yeah it's just fun to do and i got a new the new tape is it, it doing really well so um yeah go pick one up man <laughs> yeah man absolutely i i picked a tape up so yeah uh, yeah you did yes uh so i wanted to um bring up the artwork for the for the uh album because yeah if you're, if you're looking at it and you're at a record store and you see it in the metal section you might think oh this is misplaced it looks kind of like a hip-hop like hip-hop yeah. or maybe hardcore kind of reminds me of like death threat um yeah so it, was that a specific thing to like because you also have the Pomona peas on it um mm-hmm. was that uh did, did you specifically want to throw in some like kind of more i don't know yeah, pop yeah. influence into it yeah because I, I i figured um i mean the hip-hop it's not, not so much like a hip-hop influence it's just pomona is yeah it's, i mean it's like a it's a it's a hood place it's a hood spot it's a neighborhood spot so like it's you know you're gonna have that element um you know like gangbangers and like cholos and you know that kind of showing mm-hmm. on and um basically uh it, it's just a mixture of that but with the artwork um who just shout out to, to uh, mayo from canada that, that dude killed it on the artwork but uh basically I, I told him i wanted um uh i wanted 
expect it to be very like, you know, like Pomona, um, you know, LA Pomona and, and, uh, uh, but, but I wanted it to be like, a, like look like an old, like New York, like an old New York hardcore, like, like, like late eighties, early nineties, like New York hardcore crossover kind of album, you know, like, like, like agnostic front or some shit like that, you know? And, um, so I was like, but, but instead of like, you know, like skinhead, uh, skinhead devils or, or some like weird looking motherfuckers, like, like make them like, you know, like look Mexican, you know, and, <laughs> and just have them beat out of a cop. <laughs> so that, that basically, yeah, that, that, that that's, uh, what I told him to do and he, he killed it, man. <laughs> so, uh, you, you, uh, when I came to visit you a few years back, you brought me to Pomona, uh, and, um, you know, you, you are born and raised in Pomona, uh, to someone who's never been there. Um, what, uh, what, or, uh, how has growing up in Pomona influenced you as a man and as a musician? I mean, it, it's just like, like any kind of like working class, I guess, like Mexican like neighborhood. Um, it could be very harsh, but it could also be very fun. Like, I mean, it's just, you know, uh, there's a certain element around at times, it's not all the time, but it, it's there. Um, and it's just uh, kind of just shapes how you are. You kind of have to, you know, be able to, to, to protect yourself, and, and, you know, at, at times. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, you grow up with people that, that look, look out for you and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You have family that looks out for you. And it's just like, it, it, basically, it, it's, just, it's just like any, like, working class neighborhood in, in, in America, just a, a different flavor is all yeah. like, uh, I mean, you know, people out here go through the same that people in LA go through or, you know, in New York, everywhere. Like, like there's all kinds of like common, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I love living here. So like, yeah. you know, like, like, even though there's been a lot of bad things that, 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 that happen, um, you know, that I've seen growing up and, and, it's definitely not as um, there's definitely more good times than there are bad times. And um, you know, that's the way I, I, I look at it. Like, you know, I, I, I don't let, I don't let affect me, man. Like yeah. if I want to, if I want to live somewhere, I'm going to live somewhere. Like no one's going to tell me otherwise, you know? <laughs> so being I, someone, I who, being someone who's growing up there, uh, we see this across, you know, most places these days, especially in Seattle, uh, has the gentrification come for Pomona yet? No, no. So Pomona is in a very unique spot in Los Angeles County where um, it's still in Los Angeles County. So you get Los Angeles prices, Mm -hmm. but it's just it's not close enough to where it's convenient. I mean, it is pretty convenient to get there, but not as convenient um, as other places. So gentrification really hasn't hit here yet. most families in Pomona, like, uh, are kind of holding on to their homes yeah, and, and not, not selling them. Um, because it, it's more, uh, it's more of a neighborhood out here. Like yeah. we're in, in LA, it's like, you know, like all the neighborhoods are, you know, there's a whole hub of a city and, and, and job areas that, that, that are there and like, like downtown areas that you can go to that are, you know, um, they're just more more stuff to do out there. So here it's like, we have one downtown area. Um, and then, and then we have LA mm-hmm. and LA is only about a half hour away, but like, it's, it's not so far. We don't have that problem yet. So, cool. 
um, which is, yeah, is very, very cool. But um, I'm holding, I'm hoping it doesn't yeah. happen, but, but, but who knows, who knows? And yeah. So, so uh, I wanted to uh, first off, uh, say congratulations to you guys on releasing the record Anos in Inferno because uh, that was a long time coming, man. And there was a point where it seemed like maybe there would never be another Shibalba record. You know, yeah, you guys yeah. kind of slowed down a little bit, didn't do as much touring, uh, took some time away. But, you know, I just wanted to say congratulations getting that out there Thank and you. getting Thank like you. a big, awesome. And I mean, I love all your, but I got to say it's, probably the most complete um awesome project you guys have yeah. released thank you thank you yeah it's um definitely like we definitely put in a lot of work um to get that written so um and yeah a, a, a lot of uh focusing on, on our lives like during that whole time so it was just like a lot of uh you know jam sessions that that we couldn't do because we had work or, or or whatever but we made it work somehow and got a badass record written and um so yeah i, I appreciate that man thank you for the support all these years too shout out to you absolutely man it's been a long time i remember when you i i got i still got pictures of when you and the crew used to come back to my place me and yeah, ian man. when we lived up on capitol hill and we would yeah. try and squish as many people as possible yeah yeah those are good times man and uh, Basically, you can watch like badass movies or watch yep. like Fifth Element, <laughs> all kinds of crazy movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, those, was, are, those are good times, man. Absolutely, man. And um, I uh, wanted to ask you two questions uh, before we go. So I know you're a huge movie guy and, you know, mm -hmm. you just mentioned the Fifth Element watching that. You're a huge movie guy. You're always always quoting movies. Um and I know we've had a lot of time during the last year and some months to watch a lot of content. Yeah, what has yeah. been a one or a couple of your favorite movies that you've discovered during the pandemic? Discovered or or like, uh, like yeah, like, like new like, movies you've watched. Maybe, and it could be an old movie too. Something something that you'd never seen before. Edit. Okay, um, I would say. I mean. Godzilla versus Kong is is like my favorite so far to to come out this year just because I mean I've been like a, a Godzilla head for since I was a kid so um, you know I was very like excited for that movie to come out mm -hmm. and it, it it met all my expectations really you know? yeah and it, it was it was just a badass movie so I would say Godzilla um, uh, let's see. I can't think of anything. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'll think of all kinds of things like like once sure. we, we get off. Well, we didn't um, do any pre pre interview prep, so I'm just throwing these at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, like, there's been like a uh, cool series that, that I've been watching, and um, um, trying to think of of a movie that I mean, oh, was it um, what was the other movie that? that came out like earlier this year that was what was it um it came out like on hbo max god damn it wonder woman not that not that combat? I, was to, I was just about to say wonder woman um not Mor wonder mortal woman kombat? that one was terrible but mortal kombat will, will, was pretty sick i thought it was um, fun I, it was a fun movie i i felt it could have been better but then like i kind of like 
took a step back and was like, eh. It's a Mortal Kombat it, movie. It was what it was. It, yeah. it needed to be like that. I'm okay yeah. with it. It was definitely fun. Fight scenes were cool. Um, the Conjuring? Was it that one? No. Uh, my fiance watched it and, and she she liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's all kinds of movies, yeah. man. Like, uh, I rewatched, you know, it's like Sopranos, like I think twice during the pandemic, maybe. Yep. And I realistically, it was, it was only one one time during the pandemic, but it was almost, almost two. I've been thinking about restarting it, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, I, we watched Game of Thrones. Um, I love Game of Thrones up until season seven. But uh, okay, okay. Uh, Least favorite. I'll hit you with this one then. You could. I know you can do this one easy off the top yeah. of your dome. Least favorite Sopranos character. Least favorite Sopranos character? Yeah, person you would it, just annihilate. You would just you would a, just get them out well, of there. It's a tie between Janice and AJ. It, yeah. it, I, I, go, I go back and forth between them two um, because they're they're the consistent characters. But for a character that doesn't get enough hate, I feel like Jackie April. Jackie mm. April. Okay. I hated that entitled piece. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna support there, some AJ just because he had a sick Pantera weed shirt and his over and nevermore posters. Yeah, I think <laughs> overall AJ isn't as bad as Janice just because yeah, there was that point where he had the machine head yep. uh shirt, <laughs> Pantera shirt, yeah. And you know the, the, the there's a a fear factory uh um demanufactured poster in um uh, in the crazy horse in uh, uh Adriana's uh, uh club. Really? Yeah, it it, it 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 comes very briefly, um, <laughs> but there's a shot where uh, it's like uh, they're in the in like a bar or, or on the dance floor or something. But like, there's um, a shot of like their hallway. Yeah, the, 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 there's a big poster on, on the wall, and it's it's uh, it's in uh, demanufactured. <laughs> so then it gets you like you're having a couple drinks, and it, it gets you to think like, so does that mean in the canon of Sopranos that they played there? Hey, maybe. <laughs> I, I would like. To, I'm going to say just because she does have live music, she likes that headbanger. She like Christopher Montesanti yep. tells her so. Hey, I think it did happen. Tyler. Yeah, dude, that <laughs> new Fear Factor is pretty sick. Um, I liked it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, overall, I liked it. There's like maybe two songs that I could do without, but overall, I, I enjoy that record. You know what's weird about AJ is that that actor. So I was listening to this podcast uh, interview, and he never watched the show. Yeah, yeah, I, it's I like heard about what? Yeah, he's tripping. He <laughs> he, he he said that on um, he he does him and Jamie Lynn Sigler, Metal Soprano, do their own like podcast. Mm -hmm. I forgot what it's called, but uh, he was on um, Talking Sopranos with uh, Christopher Moltisanti and uh, yeah. and Steve Sherpa, uh, Bobby Buckla, yeah. and um, he talks about that how he he never watched it. And I'm just like, yo, like, I don't know, man. It's it's weird to me because like. I would think as an artist, you want to like, you know, as a recording artist, you want to listen to listen back to what you did as a actor. You want to see yourself and see, yeah. Hey man, what can I do better if, if I need to? And like, if there's parts where you, you, you cringe at yourself, then that's what you got to work on. I, I figure like, you know, they go back and revisit their stuff so they can see what not to do or what they can improve on. And that was just very weird to me. <laughs> I've heard a few of those stories, man. Like for years I heard, you know, I heard it in an interview. Uh, Harrison Ford said he never watched any of his movies. Yeah, that's weird. 
There's like that so is- many iconic movies. <laughs> like what? Man. Yeah, like who are you? <laughs> yeah. I mean, doing? on a totally different level, the guy, Mark Paul Gosler, who plays Zach Morris, he never watched a single Say by the Bell episode. So, but I'm not <laughs> trying to compare that with yeah, yeah. the art of uh, those Harrison Ford movies. Yeah. So, it's funny, and, you know? It's Yeah. It, it, it's, it's weird. It, it's just, I don't know. I just, like I said, it's just kind of weird that, like, an like an artist, I mean, because acting is essentially like an art form. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. That, I don't know. It's just very strange. But then again, AJ Soprano, man. <laughs> okay, so my last question for you, dude, is uh, we all know you as the guy who writes the heavy, heavy riffs, Shibalba, Zampontly, Mortuary Punishment, but I know you got to like some stuff that people might not expect. What are a couple artists, musicians, that you love that people who just see the, the guitarists from all these heavy bands, what's something that you love that people might not guess? Um, I mean, like one of my all-time favorite bands, uh, is the Cranberries. Yeah. Um, I mean, so there's, there's that. Um, and, uh, I mean, a lot, I listen to like a lot of oldies. So like the, like Delphonics and, and the Shy Lights for sure, like are up there. You listen um, to Art LeBeau? Malo. Art, uh, yeah, dude, Art LeBeau out here is like, like the God of oldies. That's awesome. So like, like, yeah, the. I used to listen, like, was it a, 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 every Sunday we, we used to tune in and do try to, we would attempt to do the, the request uh, line, but yep. I've never, I've never gone through it. It's just always just too cracked and it's hard it's, to get through. It's because you're not a guy from prison. <laughs> it's because yeah, yeah. they always got to have the guys. They, they basically like fish those people. Like yep. they bring those people on first. Yep. But um, yeah, uh, that's a lot of, a lot of oldies. Um, uh, I like, um, I love like like a lot of like 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 early emo stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, Shad, like uh, I love um, like Sunny Day Real Estate's been sick. Um, yeah, I, I love all that stuff, man. Like, uh, I mean, I, I love like like post like post rock stuff, like Explosion in the Sky, yep. Cigarro, stuff like that, like just m- mellow stuff. Hope Sandoval, uh, Maisie Star, you know. Hmm. I like some share stuff. Share's pretty sick. Of course, I, I know you're a big fun. Santana fan. Oh yeah, I love Santana, and I, uh, I love uh, Malo, which is uh, uh, Carlos Santana's brother. Rest in peace. Just passed away this past year, but um, um, Malo is like like a Chicano, like like rock band. Uh, El Chicano, the the band, Dieta, that um, cool, like funk and you know that. Uh, of course, Selena. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. Vicente Fernandez. Yeah. I mean, I, I listen to, to everything, man. Like, there's no shame in, in you know, what I listen to. There, we don't believe no, in guilty pleasures. There's no, guilty no such pleasure. thing as guilty pleasures. Like, if I can enjoy it, I, I like it. If you got a problem yep. with it, cough. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> exactly. Big Brian, <laughs> how do people uh, support you, man? How do people support you and, and uh, support your endeavors? Do your uh, plugs. Do your plugs. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have. Mortuary punishment tapes for for sale. Just go to my my IG at God of Emptiness with an extra S. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a, a Zababa. You can go to you know the Zababa IG. It's just uh, Zababa and then CA. C-A. Yep, Zababa, California. Um, Stompali is just Stompali Doom. That's a little harder, but you can get get to it from my sure. my personal IG. Um, 
and then on my IG, I have like a, a a link to like my merch store and stuff like that. Which just right now, I just have like a few some poly t shirts left, and and then a bunch of uh, mortuary punishment tapes. That... You got a link to your OnlyFans on there? Uh, you know, it's funny. I was actually thinking about starting OnlyFans oh. and just playing guitar and just you know. Oh, hey, that's not what I want. Like my, feel, it, it, I mean, it'll be free, and I'll just play guitar and have people donate to me. You know what I want, Brian. <laughs> you know what I want. <laughs> nah. Um, that's that's about it. Yeah, just just go to my IG, man. It's all there. Nice. Um, add me. Yeah. Kick it. Yeah. And hopefully we'll be able to see you, you know, sometime in 2022 yeah. or 2021. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully we can get up to uh, to Seattle now that we're, everything's like basically starting to get, you know, yeah. lifted. And yeah. So, like, yeah, Samson gets me lifted, baby. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.